0: Allison, Rosen, Allison, Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, we've heard the
1: good times never end. Allison, Rosen, do you remember waving friends hands again?
0: Allison, Rosen, Allison's your new best friend.
2: Hey everyone! Hi, hello! It is me, Allison Rosen. Welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. I am sitting here with Aaron Gibson and Brian Safi, hosts of Growing Shade Podcast, and return guests. I had them on about half a year ago, and I loved them so much that I decided to have them back because you guys, I've become pretty obsessed with your podcast.
0: That's so flattering. I we are so obsessed with you. When you asked us back on, we both got so excited. Brian
2: was so excited he got sick.
0: (laughs) I did. I got a full stomach flu in anticipation of this.
2: Oh, that's so sweet.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm sorry. Were you um, were you losing it out both ends?
0: Losing it out both ends. Uh. Um. And uh, and then my dog got sick to his stomach. And Sherman. uh, Yes, Sherman. I literally googled if I could have passed it to him. I was telling them. No, Google was like. Fuck off. <laughs> we've we've got bigger f-
2: fish to
1: fry yeah. right now.
0: No, I, c- I couldn't have given... He's, we were sick independently. Yeah.
2: But maybe you were both reacting to stress.
0: That might be true. Yeah. That might be true.
2: Well, so yeah, your uh, Throwing Shade podcast, to be honest with everyone in the whole universe, I don't listen to a ton of podcasts. Do you guys?
0: No. Okay. I, don't I, you
2: feel... I feel ashamed admitting that. I do too. I do when I go on road trips and stuff. Yeah. But day to day... No. Right. However, when I am feeling like listening to a podcast and I want something to cheer me up, your podcast is my go-to. Wait, really? by the way, it, to do that in this kind of climate right now, <laughs> to come to us, I feel like we've been in fuego, just full
1: anger I know. and outrage. I, it, so
0: It's nice. That's I'm, glad, nice to I'm hear. glad about that. Yeah.
2: But I think that's the thing, and I think that the listeners would attest to this, when you find podcast personalities that you like, you like listening to them talk about whatever, you know, even if, if they're not having a good time, which I think most people right now are not having a good time. Right.
0: I think that's, I think that's like the, the, the podcast, the few podcasts that I do listen to, I have to say in the past few weeks, I found myself even repeating those episodes like <laughs> right. over just because I need to hear that. It is true. You're right. You just need to so, sort of hear those voices and go to the people that, you like who make you smile back kind over of, and i've been doing it like over and over again which right. is the same episode over and over again so
1: consistency is the key to keeping your sanity during times like these and i'm sorry if that was somewhat poetic
2: it just <laughs> rambled out no need to apologize for your poetry um <laughs>
0: Like my House Hunters viewing right now is at an all time high <laughs> because there's just something about how easy that is that I'm that I right. just keep oh, watching it over and over again.
1: I am, I watch something embarrassing that in that vein. Do you have Apple TV? Yes. Okay. Do you know there's a Smithsonian
2: channel? I feel like that's not embarrassing. I feel like you yeah. oh, this is so embarrassing you guys. I went back and I read Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, so. Wait till I describe. OK. It's
0: very highbrow. It I, I am impressed.
1: Aerial shots of small towns. So not no talking to people just a helicopter flying over. Oh, wait, small towns. That's
2: that's our screensaver I think and we're like oh no but it's not small towns. It's London or San Francisco. OK. Yeah. So
1: it's imagine similar. that.
0: With it does like sound like a screensaver.
1: Real. It's a screensaver with really shitty VO and it was an hour long and I watched it and I <laughs> crawled in a blanket and I was like this is where I'm going to be for the next four years. (laughs) It's the lamest thing anybody's... Like, it was literally like they were like, we have aerial footage of like Provincetown and El Paso. What should we do with it? (laughs) What kind of VO does it have? Oh, God. One of them, what... One of them is about George Clooney's hometown, which is in Ohio. And uh, anytime... I mean, that
0: seems like it's a low, low for the Smithsonian to be No, it was, it it was
2: like, it was like almost Us Weekly. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Okay, all that being said, all that being the like, I turn on your podcast and it makes me feel better. I'm still reeling and wanting details, but also not wanting details about the fact that... Do you know what I'm going to say? No. Aaron found a dead dog in a bush. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My God. Right, I didn't ask enough
0: questions. You're absolutely
2: right. But sort of like... And I'm sorry to start this so soon. No, sort of like the recent episode of Vanderpump Rules on the new season. I forgot
0: about this. I forgot. It's my thing. I'm not
2: that this season is not holding me that much. I, I can get into it, but they uh, you know, Lisa did World Dog Day and it benefits or it raises awareness about Euline and yes. stopping Ulean and I was like and by the way, I said Yulin and Yulin. I don't know which one it is. I don't <laughs> you covered but all I was your basics. Watching it, and I'm like, please don't show footage. Please don't. They I don't, don't want do. They? they don't. No. Oh, thank god. And I felt like you guys. I felt like that was um, judicious of them because they're like, we want to mention it, but we know that people can't handle it. Right. I feel like you guys did that too by not going too much into detail about Aaron's bush find.
0: I have to say, there are a few things that really make me nervous that the other person says, and that was an example of something that I was like, oh god. Where is this going to go? Because it's a, and I would any other climate I wouldn't care, but there was something about that story that made me nervous. What did happen?
1: Well, it was a full stand by me moment between me and Ollie's mom. <laughs> wait, now Ollie is your dog, right? Oh, very confusing. Oliver is my dog. Ollie is my fiance. Oh, my name is Aaron. No one in the house knows who's calling who.
2: So wait, your fiance is Ollie? His name's Alessandro, but I call oh, him Ollie for sure. Okay, because I. Heard I wish you it say Allah. what I thought was Ollie's mom, and then I thought, oh, do you have like an unconventional situation with your dog where actually your dog is owned by someone else? I didn't know this. That would, by the way,
1: <laughs> that dog sharing program sounds like a dream. Right, doesn't it's it does. All I stress yeah. out about is, uh, what has the dog pooped? When is the dog gonna poop? That's it all day. Right. We, I, you know, I was just walking my mother-in-law's dog, mother-in-law to be's dog, and. The, he was Lambert. Found the dead dog, mm. and I literally thought it was a toy under a under a towel. Was it? Did a, you ever say what
0: kind it was? It, it looked not.
1: no. It was like a terrier mix, like a like a ten twelve pound terrier yeah. mix, Ugh, like, like, like a rat terrier, like a sweet little thing. But the weird thing was, it still had its collar and its leash on. That's so weird. So what it just you, like
0: dropped dead?
1: No, it was hit by a car. It had, oh. Oh. It had to have been hit by a car.
2: Was it smushed? No,
1: it just a lot of times when things are hit by a car, they're not they because they fly, they don't they die, but they don't, but they're not like Disfigured. all the internal damage is not the damage not
2: isn't showing. But like, is there a human being somewhere who's like, I was walking my dog and I, but I went That's home alone. What I mean, full <laughs> Los Angeles,
0: totally. <laughs> Where's it's my just, dog? I'm, and I'm cool with that.
1: Yeah. Like, and then I also have like a full not without my daughter situation. Like, was he running from something? Was he running away from somebody who was awful? Like, oh, I don't know. Not without my daughter. I feel like I should know it this. It was not really a good analogy to make, but um, she marries someone who's from Sally the middle. Sally Field. Sorry. I thought you would know who I meant when I said she. <laughs> marries someone from the Middle East.
0: From Iran, I think. I, oh, yeah. Has I a daughter
1: with him. He takes the daughter to Iran. She has to smuggle her out. Mm. It was a lifetime movie from the eighties. It wasn't.
0: It was a theatrical release. It was Can you, not. It's hard to believe. She also made one called Eye for an Eye that was a theatrical release that was not like so should not have been. Is
2: it like I'm leaving this country but not without my daughter? Yes, exactly. Mm. I feel like I get it. Then. You, oh, you got the whole. You don't need yeah. to watch it. You've already got it. So this, I'm. So, I <laughs> really, despite the fact that I just sang the praises of people who don't go into detail. Just one more question. So this dog had like full collar, full leash, full leash. Well, on a, on a
1: Tupperware lid, like the one that you would put in, like you know, storage Tupperware. Not what it's called, Rubbermaid. Yeah, like a box lid. Wait, it like it was that. laying on that. It was laying on the lid, and someone had put a towel over it.
2: Oh, and the other weird thing so this, was, so someone disposed of this dog's body
1: in oh. a bush. I don't, so there was a my,
0: towel over the dog. That's
1: I because I had to- Marina came full. Ugh. She was like, I go. I we have to go back and see if this dog is still alive because if it is, I need to take it to the vet. So she comes out, gets out of my car, she walks with a cane, she takes her cane and she like lifts the towel up and she like pokes the dog a little bit and she's like, no, he's dead with her cane.
0: And that's the best someone could do. But here's the other
1: thing. Two neighbors Busy day for that person. Two neighbors who drive into a driveway that is right next to this bush were shocked. They were like, I just left an hour ago and this dog wasn't here. And I was like, it absolutely was here. It absolutely was. So you see what you want to see. It was, oh, do you think they have blood on their hands?
2: This guy
0: or steering maybe. wheel?
2: Yeah, he might have blood on the steering wheel. <laughs> but don't wait, you think, was there a, the was way, there an ID on the dog? though? No. Oh, uh, and but they but
1: when I called four one one or whatever they said that they'll scan it for a chip. <laughs> the
0: chip
2: when you call four one one to get the phone number.
0: I get yeah. That's
2: what it was Does
1: 411 311, still
0: exist? 311. 311. 311. 311. That's four one one is like last name is Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> it's 1994, and like, <laughs> can you give me their phone number when
1: you had no one to talk to?
0: Yeah,
2: you dialed 411. I true. was just remembering I used to call 411 to get the phone number of people I had crushes on, but not to call them.
0: To, just just to when to when write I was them very, down. It's very,
2: it very young? Kind of creepy yeah. that you
1: just call someone and get a number. It is. I wonder if that still exists. It's creepier it than the internet.
0: Yeah. Are you? Is anyone here? I doubt it. Is anyone like in the white pages? Do they do that anymore? I no. don't think
1: so because of cell phones, right? They don't do that. They still do that. I'm pretty well, sure yeah. they do that.
0: Like, but you have to I, have a landline. I think you have to pay to be not in a there. Get white pages, yeah. But do you, I have a yellow page? I think they like drop one off once a year, but I don't know about they
2: white. do. And I always think there's a waste paper. I don't want it, and also remember when it was thick because now it's tiny,
0: tiny, yeah. like a journal. They
2: got to They got it. They got to
1: look at the writing on the yellow wall. <laughs> Someone there is
0: not giving up.
1: Not to talk more about dead dogs, but <laughs> my here's a story from high school. My friend Joni, she drove a Mazda... No, Nissan Maxima. Her mom borrowed her car. Joni gets up the next morning.
0: She went on a murder spree with it. Her,
1: there's blood all over <laughs> the bumper. Oh my God. And it's bent. And she goes, Mom, what did you do? What happened? She goes, I hit a dog. <gasps> and she goes... Why would you not tell me and then just return the car like totally furious with her mom? Her mom was so cold about it. I was like, how can you hit a dog with your daughter's car and then not tell her and then just leave it bloodied and murdery? I
0: hit a pigeon once. It was so traumatic because just that noise is so scary.
2: Was
1: it because
2: yeah. I'd always I always trust that birds are going to move. And then one day I was like, why am I so sure they're going to move?
0: This because wasn't even on the ground. This wasn't on the ground. It flew straight into my windshield. Oh, geez. Really, the bird hit me. Yeah. More than anything else. <laughs> and it was on the freeway. And I screamed louder than I've ever screamed in my life and pulled over. And what could I do? I mean, I just knocked it off with my windshield wipers. Oh, it's still mm-hmm. on your window. Yeah.
1: You on, went with your windshield wipers? Yeah, <laughs> that's the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. It was
0: horrifying, and if you think I got sympathy for it, you're dead wrong. <laughs> Nobody cared. That
2: bird's
1: dead wrong.
0: Yeah, it was bad. It,
2: it's kind of amazing that it doesn't happen more often. Yeah, there's like the Sully situation, <laughs> right. and then you and the pigeon. That's, I don't know wait, any Sorry, other... Sully.
0: The birds in the plane. The birds in the.
2: Didn't what, the, uh, didn't the, a, a goose yes. fly into the plane? Yes. That's what happened? Yeah. A I don't goose, know if it was a, was it a goose, a swan? I think it was a know. goose.
0: <sighs> a I, I think it was, no, it was like geese that it flew, was right? Yeah, that okay. flew into the,
2: uh, someone is screaming.
0: Listen to it. Listen to <laughs> oh, the right?
1: jet engine.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> propellers.
1: Okay. Yeah. Prope-
0: yeah. That flew into the propellers and like knocked a plane it's a real down. real. Plane basically. menace. Yeah. No, it is. Oh, yeah. Do
1: you read, um, Mary Roach? No. Don't start until, D- don't wait but she has a one about death and she has and it's it's called uh, stiff and uh she's a science writer but she's very funny and she has a whole one about planes and it is terrifying i mean she has a whole chapter about plane deaths and what your likelihood of dying and how on a <gasps> plane is. I'm di-
0: now i want to read it. it's all i want to do is read it because it's my number one worst fear really you yeah. don't
1: want you don't want to hear what she has to say
0: Oh, I'm dying. To, I, I, I won't even, sleep tonight without knowing. I
1: can't even finish the book. It's so horrific.
2: Yeah. I'm. See, it's interesting, Brian, that you now all you want to do is read it because I'm like, I think I am not going to be reading I'll this. I'll tell you in the car. But she has other ones about the digestive system and oh, ghosts. That, now and, see, like, that I could get behind. Mar-
0: Mars. That was really good. It's called Gulp. It's, that, I, that one I've read <laughs> okay. and it's great. Yeah. No, I sometimes am on planes and I will Google uh, like deaths from turbulence while I'm on the plane. Just it's I, lo- I love realizing that. The worst thing possible. Only in those moments. But yeah. Um, Tell your
1: story about when you thought that you were going to die on a plane.
0: The most relaxed I've ever been <laughs> in my life. They the, they they forgot to put the fuel cap on the plane, which mm-hmm. is insane. And so fuel was just dumping out of this thing.
2: Wait, that's how it works? It's I not like guess. a car where there's some sort of no. mechanism that keeps it in the tank?
0: Or maybe something else was broken, but fuel was dumping out. We had an emergency land in Jeez. Phoenix. and They they said, I we think we can make it to Phoenix. That was what they said. And I was like... I, it was almost as if I had meditated for five hours. Mm. It was absolutely fine. That's <laughs> Did you think-
2: not panic at all?
0: Like the first few seconds, but then I was like, wow, what would that be like? And then I was like, oh, I mean, all right. You know, I have no, I have, I have. I've, I've done everything I came here to do. <laughs> There's nothing left. That's I, yeah, good. That means relaxed. you're
2: really kind of at peace and or a, a false sense of peace settled over you. Right. You didn't think about
1: the fact that you would die in Phoenix, though. That's really the I horror didn't. of it that all. Is,
0: that would be the horror, <laughs> to reclaim the body in Phoenix. Yeah.
2: So, Aaron, you're uh, engaged since we last had you on the show. That's right. Tell me yeah. everything. Oh. Thank you.
1: Um, it happened on a mountain in Washington State on a glacial lake after a six-mile hike. Wow. And I thought he was joking. He pulled out a ring and he said, will you marry me? And I was like, uh, cool, cool joke. <laughs> because we every time we talked about it, he was like, do you want to get married again? And I was like, probably not. <laughs> and then he was like, he literally forced my hand. So I was surprised when I said yes, because I had... Just, I just never thought I was going to get married again, mm-hmm. but I was really excited. And so we don't have anything planned yet. Oh, here's a question that no one can answer. We're trying to decide if we should just go full justice of the peace, so we can be married under the Obama administration. I don't know if that does anything other than just the symbolic gesture that we didn't get married during Trump.
2: What but, What do you think? It What might that it? Do? He signs like your marriage kind of, certificate. Oh, <laughs> he no, doesn't, does he? No. I don't recall him signing my marriage certificate. <laughs> like, do you get married and then you send it to a Barack Obama, and he's like, "Congratulations,
0: I approve."
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: There's nothing. There's no pros or cons, right? Except that it's sort of a personal protest of like, I'm not going to get married under this administration, right? You have I to do say- it real soon.
0: Yeah, you. Have oh to
1: yeah, it. I have like a, I have like six Two days. Months. Yeah. Wait, is Obama technically in charge of the country till? The January nineteenth or something,
0: yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Why is it? Why is it not a fucking full fiscal year? Why is it on that date? Does anybody know?
0: Because they got to take Christmas break, and then they got to. I don't. There's a lot of business. Yeah, transition. Do you I have guess. Trump
2: supporters in your family? Not in my family, That's um, in, but sort of on the like. Well, not on my side of the family actually, mm-hmm. um, and. There are some nearby friends of like my parents, and then some of my. Actually, I was I was listening to you guys, and I was thinking about how I would never want to get into a discussion of politics with this particular person I'm thinking of, who's someone who's my parents' friend, and then I was because I was, I think it was you guys talking to, Ira, right? Um, but just talking about the importance of. Having those conversations with people, and then I was thinking how I'm just wired, in, or maybe it's fear—I don't know what it is—but like, oh my god, I can't think of a thing that I would rather not do than have that conversation. And like, is that bad? But it's the—but she is a very religious person, and I feel like I can't reach—you can't—I can't reach someone whose mind has been made up via the church. No, you really—that
0: is a hundred percent right. I if always it's
1: fiscal stuff it's almost easier because you can like at least there might be some logic that you could use but it's hard to argue with a, a thousand year old uh papyrus document
0: <laughs> no yeah I I think I I Aaron has heard this so many times but I, I always feel like it's very easy to or it's easier to change someone's mind who's either on the fence, mm-hmm. neutral, or a little bit on your side. It's very difficult to do it with someone who just absolutely isn't. For me, it was like I'm I'm comfortable talking to my parents about it. they're Trump supporters. I'm comfortable talking to them about anything, so it was easy for me to do. I think like if this is someone that you wouldn't have that conversation with, right? Yeah, what I don't, I don't, yeah. How did it Why go
2: did it? talking to your parents?
0: I mean civilly, but it was bad. I mean, it was, you know, and, and I probably also did it at the wrong time because it was, I was pretty raw. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like was it November after? 9th. Yeah. Okay. That I was just, because I knew oh, they you didn't talk to them it. before. Oh, I did plenty of times. But this was sort of, I think, I think the whole time I thought it was in the bag. Like right. a lot of people. We all did. Yeah, totally. And so I think the the day after it was sort of just like, I can't believe this happened. I can't believe that people who I know and love helped this i mean Mm. just a few votes but helped this happen and i don't think i ever fully expressed what it meant to me and how it could affect me versus how it was affecting
2: do you because i have encountered this from people who are dismayed and like can't get past the fact that there are trump supporters in their family they feel like kind of they take it personally like you you're not looking out for my interests with your trump vote do you feel that way
0: Yes, and I didn't initially. I didn't – before I thought like my parents are lifelong Republicans. They're from Texas. Their parents always voted this way. Their parents always voted this way. This situation just felt different because it was so radical Mm -hmm. and it was so – and also my parents are very religious. And I think it was the extra thing of like, listen, if if you really were to ask who was the more religious people of these two, it would be Hillary Clinton. And I don't think she's that religious, but it would be her because he is not. He's amoral as Mm -hmm. we know. Um, But – this yeah, I, I, after the election, it was sort of like you you truly and I don't know how much you believed in them to begin with, but at this point, like you truly are up for rolling back my rights. Um, mm-hmm. and not to mention they just had their first grandchild, and to me that's that's another thing of just like at least on the level of and my who's a girl right yes and and at least on the level of you are now not and their big thing is I think a bunch of parents thing is. What I want, what I said to them, you are now not leaving this world in better shape than how you entered it. Especially, you could just look at climate change that way. Mm-hmm. You are now, you've now given this to the hands of a monster, right? And I don't know. It's
1: that legacy thing is something I think really interesting because I plan on having a discussion with my grandpa because he's he's super concerned with the fact that he doesn't that none of us have grandson. No, well, he doesn't have any grandchildren on. In the family, and uh, you know he's worried that his name will die out. And if my and I, my sister and I have kids, they won't have you know that right. that whole thing. And I want to be like, you know, you had a chance to leave a legacy that wasn't exactly your name. It was your vote, and you didn't do it. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't leave your son. His son is on uh, Obamacare. You know that could be taken away. He's sixty. There's no way he's gonna. He can't get a job. He's you know. It's it's. I don't think my parents
0: meant to hurt me or anything. Mm. You know, I don't think Trump voters mean... But they didn't think about the repercussions. They didn't really think it through. Yeah.
2: How did that conversation go? Like... Like, what was their response?
0: um, Just a little defensive and a little bit of nothing. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, you know, we're excited, sort of. And it wasn't, you know... Yeah, it's just...
2: Excited for... Excited but, for what?
0: I think that it's just the. I think this whole thing has been that people have felt like the world was slipping out of their grip. It's the I think the white privilege. It really thing. does
2: feel like the younger, like just young versus old.
0: Yeah, totally. I think that's a big part of it.
2: And you know what? I didn't think. I thought that the baby
1: boomers were going to have to be off the planet before we started doing real change. And mm-hmm. now I feel like it's our parents' generation, and that bums me out. Yeah. Because that's a lot longer to go.
0: Yeah. Well, those are boomers. Our parents are baby sorry, I meant
1: um, the greatest generation. The greatest generation,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, God. But
1: then you think of, like, Ginsburg is
2: part of the greatest generation.
1: She's cool.
0: (laughs) I think it just felt like a lot at once for those people or something.
2: I guess. I guess. I mean, is that what it is? There was just progress happening too fast? There was a lot of progress. Is this, like, the last gasp of... Old, but this isn't – I was going to say old school, like of old school hate, I guess, because this is not traditionally old school. This is like a radical, new, and yet historically familiar kind of hate.
0: It's just so shocking because it's been since Reagan that there has been an administration and a cabinet that looks like that. And Reagan's 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like it's so, it's so shocking to see these guys all lined up like that. And I don't think – because really – I don't know. I mean, Reagan looks like Bernie Sanders compared to yeah. to Trump. Like, it's just so different. And it's such, it's such a pendulum thing of like, we went all the way this way with Obama, which really wasn't even that far. It was basically like, yeah. let's treat human beings like human beings. Right. And then it just, it's gone the other way in such a car, just in such a really extreme way. I
1: mean, I'd rather have Nixon.
0: Yeah. Than Trump. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Nixon. <laughs> That's saying something. And I, I'm with you. I, I was just, I was like in my soul so excited about the idea of Hillary oh. being president, especially like having a baby in this new world and look how far we've come. And oh, we had our first black president. And now we're going to have our first woman president. And she couldn't be more qualified. Um, also, the, you you know. Know. That the
1: amount of celebrity that came out in droves to, to support her. Like, the fact that Beyonce couldn't nail the election for her is yeah. crazy to me.
0: And I think that was another part of the backlash. I think it was a lot of, like... And I get people it. People who think, don't
2: like celebrity because they voted a reality star in.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you're yeah, right. It doesn't make no, any sense. No, you're right. It doesn't. Because I think people went in there and were like, I have And I think people do have you know, serious and valid economic concerns that they haven't felt the effects of any sort mm-hmm. of bounce back. from the recession. I get that. Like, I get that there are like, for instance, the Rust Belt, I get that people are hurting. Um, and I think they just went in and were like, I'm done with all of them. And I even yes. get that a little yeah. bit, except that not this guy, you right. know, not this guy.
1: The fact that it's happening in other countries really scares me that this kind of thing, like a, what's, the move to the right, what's her yeah. name? Beat out Sarkozy. Sarkozy is it right. Le Pen, Le Pen, mm-hmm. and, Le Pen. And
0: Austria nearly ended up with a total fascist by the skin of their teeth. They didn't, but yeah, I. It's just, oh, it's just so un, so sad that it's that it's happened like this.
2: When he, so like a year ago, when he first started to rise, but was still sort of thought of as a joke. I remember thinking, oh shit, like people are going to go into the voting booth and vote for Trump because I feel like. Politics is complicated and wonky and it really shouldn't be a gut decision. It should be more of a thought through kind of thing. And I don't, I think there's just too many people who aren't on board with everything I just said. That sounds really elitist and shitty, but I don't care. Um. So I was, were, I could just like, I can just feel that this could happen. This could fucking happen. People are taking to what he says and this you know, they like, I, I hear so many people who are like, in this day and age, I just love that he says what he thinks. I'm like, gross. Yeah. Ugh, I can't stand that he thinks that and then says it. And I also don't. Be- anyway, um, you don't believe he means what he says. No, yeah. no, uh, no. But but that being said, a thousand and one people assured me there's no way he can win. There is no way. And I really was talked into that to the point where the on November 8th, Daniel and I went to a birthing class at the hospital. So we weren't even like able to watch all the returns. Oh we were just God. catching bits of them because I was so sure totally. like, we all know how it's going to go. Right. That's yeah. what everyone thought. Right.
0: Yeah. I, oh, absolutely. I, 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 I feel
2: like we got sucker punched or like the rug got pulled out from like,
3: oh, my God. I, I
2: It's very confusing to
3: me. Let me jump in just for a second. I had a thought today about there was always in the back of my mind the idea of I am never surprised at the Democrats' ability to whiff at T ball. (laughs) I've (laughs) I never had confidence in their chances of not fucking this up. Yeah. And I had that in the back of my mind and I thought, well, maybe I should have believed that, or maybe I should have thought that, or maybe, you know, when people said, Can he win? I should have said, Yeah, well, Democrats. But here's the bottom line: that would have just upset me, and it would have upset everyone that cares about it, and it wouldn't have affected the outcome of the election. You just would have been more upset leading up to it. So the fact that we were all surprised, I think, it's a good thing because otherwise we just would have been a lot more upset for the last six months. So I just guess. live in la la land. No, that's true. I mean, the, the last six are would what have they been are. Pure yeah. hell if we thought it yeah. Trump was winning. That's yeah. true. And, and we just, just would have freaked shock. out,
0: and it wouldn't have changed anything. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, I do feel like it's so easy. I think the easiest thing in the world is to run on dissatisfaction and that mm. things suck. It's not easy to say things aren't perfect. They're better than they were. I'm going to improve them. That's not exciting not a to people. It's not sexy message. It isn't. Versus like, are you hurting? And everyone is a little, everyone can relate to that. Sure. And I think like, and so then you, you say these crazy things and people are attracted. Like we've discussed to when people say elitism, they think smarts because mm. people love money. People love seeing people rich and they they're so wowed by what he owns and what he's done that i don't know if they think that he'll have that, that effect they can be on rich them too. or yeah it's so it's because
2: but Mike, he's a fraud
0: total fraud and uh yeah not a good businessman right and uh and sends jobs to china and does everything that he says he doesn't he's want He's just out. really
2: good at marketing. Sorry, yeah. Aaron, I cut you off. Well, no, I,
1: I I agree with everything that you guys are saying. Michael Moore, I guess, said that when he saw that Trump was giving out hats, he was like, oh, he's got it. <laughs> because he was like, he has a very clear message. It's very simple. And people where I come from like simple messages that of of change and difference and things are going to be better and I'm the strong man who's going to make it happen and he and said, that is how
0: Obama won I mean not with hatred yeah. but just with change right like, I think I think that it's is the message pretty. that always resonates and the only thing that resonates with people really resonates is economy that's yeah. it is just running on that that's the only thing people hear
1: well because when they hear if you if you haven't had work in four years totally and you hear that someone is worried about whether or not they can go into the bathroom that they want. I'm sure it makes you mad because you're like, I don't have any fucking work. And it's like, everybody can have problems at the same time.
0: Exactly. Exactly. It is.
1: It's just not that binary.
0: Right. Just because someone's getting something doesn't mean you're getting something taken away. It's just you're not being served and you you should be.
2: What I don't understand are the people that to my mind, and yes, this is a judgment, voted against their own interest. Yeah. I I never get it. It's aspirational. Do they just think he's not serious with what he's saying about deporting people? I guess. But that's the thing. I don't think he fucking is. Yeah, I don't know. He probably isn't. I don't know.
0: He is a little. I mean, that's in the plan for the first 100 days, like written down, confirmed he's going to do. Now, kicking all Muslims out of the country, maybe not. But then this registry thing's on the table. He has not put any of this stuff off the table.
1: Right. But that's the problem. It's like how can you have confidence in what, how can you have confidence either way that what he's, he means what he says, or he doesn't mean when he says when he doesn't ever stay with any line of logic for more than 10, five days, you know what I mean, like.
0: And I think the Republicans he you think he's going to zag now. Have like written the playbook on how to fight dirty and yeah. how to lie and how to be shitty. And and unfortunately, I just think we have to follow it.
2: And I feel like we all took the bait by tweeting about Hamilton. Like I feel like that whole thing I was know. such a humongous. And I like retweeted something that Rachel Bloom tweeted, like here because you know Trump was like the cast was rude to Pence or whatever, which is totally not the case. And then there was you know Rachel Bloom retweeted Rolling Stone's video of like, here's what actually happened. So I tweeted that. And then I was like, I read some, I don't know what made me, I read something, I think that made me realize like, oh, duh, like this is all a diversion from the Trump use. Yes. And the cabinet appointments and all of that. So I was like, oh, I can't. And we, we totally took the bait on that.
1: But it was, it was, it was the bigger, bigger story on the New York times. the Next day.
0: I know. That's the that's news's gross. fault.
1: That's that's not – that ain't right.
0: Right. Which he's a ma- – he really is so talented in that way of like being sort of like, yeah, I have a plan, but listen to this crazy thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then that's all anyone talks about is – and even if it's something horrific, I, maybe that's why he does it. Maybe that's why he spews out this hate is because there's just nothing behind any – it. it's just – it's so sad that you just would Smoke have to – Smoke and mirrors. Yeah. But you're right. I took that bait. And uh, and when he start went on and started criticizing SNL, which <laughs> was so ridiculous that a president would have a problem with a late night sketch show is insane. What do anything else? Yeah, as the president elect, it's and then Obama meeting with him, exhibiting so much class and so much grace. It's just like I can't believe I don't know that we fully appreciated what we. <laughs> Oh, what a in kid. this incredible! Couple. I was
1: at the gym last year, last year, last week. Same. Same.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they play a lot. Of, it's a lot of bros, and they play a lot of news. And there, it was the it was Obama with um, Angela Merkel, and I fully started crying, like weep, we, not like secret crying, mm-hmm. like weeping into my towel. And s- someone was like, "Are you okay?" Are you okay? And I was like, we'll never have him again. He's gone. That's the last. And then they were like instantly upset that they had gotten involved. (laughs) Right.
0: Our friend, our friend Orlando says the Obamas make the Kennedys look like trash, (laughs) which I sort of agree with.
2: Yeah, there needs to be a name like Camelot for the Obama years. Yeah. Well, so how are you guys feeling? Because I definitely felt bereft for a number of days after and then it's kind of lifting and i feel guilty that it's lifting i I, I feel like it's just life goes on but ick
0: i know what you mean that that like it was the same experience for me that like the first week was really dark and really bad i'm i've been trying at least once a day or on the weekends to really stay on top of it in terms of I don't know donating cuz I mm-hmm. I just don't have a ton of time to volunteer right now although I, I should. Um because I don't know. It it's it's easy to get back in your routine but it's also like never forget. Right. <laughs> you know <laughs> like it does feel like such a, a loss. It does like Aaron said it feels like someone broke like someone broke your heart and broke up mm-hmm. with you. Um
2: Yes, that's how I felt the next day. This like Ugh, I don't know what to do with this feeling, totally. but I have to just put one foot in front of me.
0: It, it felt next. even, yeah, it felt more like that even than a death. It just felt yeah. like, it felt like you had someone just like trampled on your heart.
1: Yes, it really. What I are fe- you,
0: how are you feeling? I
1: felt like I had gotten divorced. Um, I, I I think I go in and out, but what has really helped me is that one morning last week, I, I got up at like 5 a.m. or something and I was just manic. I hadn't slept. And I just emailed five people women and I was like we're going to get together every month and we're going to figure out what to do. We're going to figure out how to fix this and even if it's just us like being upset for 2 hours is what it's going to be. And what's come out of it is just like you know a lot of those women are going to uh the march in on the 21st. And we've come up with some things of just like long-term goals, short-term goals of stuff and we categorized all of our fears and everything we wanted to do into tangible action items and that felt made me feel like okay I have a handle on it and I have people who are gonna keep me in check on that. And the idea with the group is like we would like have the small group we discuss on what we want to do and then enlist enlist people into different projects that we think we can get going. So that's made me feel more mobilized. Mm-hmm. Um I, I don't I don't know I don't know how I, I mean it just tangible Trying to have tangible results, seeing stuff work in small ways, I think is helpful. It's like Oprah Winfrey saying, "You can if you clean the house if you're depressed to make you feel better." Mm-hmm. It did feel like that a little bit, but
0: also we we had a friend who told us to just pick one thing that you really are passionate about and only focus on that. Like um, if it for me, it's LGBT rights. For Aaron, it's women's rights. You know what's crazy? And to just go all in on those things.
1: Yeah, I I do find it straight. I the thing I find that's strange with the liberal LA market market people here
2: demo demo a
1: lot of women who who I who have like I've been talking to a lot of women I, I mean a text stuff and they're like I'm really worried about the environment and I'm like girl you better be worried about your pussy because like <laughs>
2: People yes, are grabbing a lot you, of concern
1: like, about the environment, but I get, which I get it. Right. Should be it's on a list, but that let, seems to be like number one, Let for the a lot Bernie of bros handle that. That'll be the <laughs> issue that they can really, you know, do a lot on. But yeah. like, I think, I think it's a weird thing where sometimes as women, we feel like our issues aren't important and it feels like selfish to say that reproductive rights is sh- the thing that we should care about. But it absolutely is because it will be under attack.
2: I feel like it's, I've, It's funny how I'm just like, oh, yeah, that, well, that ship has sailed. Like, that's the first thing that we're going to lose. And I don't know that there's anything we can do about it. Well, they can't overturn
1: Roe versus Wade unless there's a court case that comes up that somehow will negate it, which that takes a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, What they can do is trap laws on a state by state basis. And it's the same thing with gay rights. They'll, they, they will re- they will release the states to do what they want and give them more power, and then they have the power to discriminate and put in crazy sideways regulations that skirt the issue mm-hmm. while um, while, you know impeding your
0: rights. What's insane is it really? this is something that really this election. S- one of his decisions will affect every group. It's crazy. Like, I've never seen anyone who who really wanted to roll back women's rights, LGBT rights, wanted to um, uh, kick – uh, Latinos out of the country, wanted to kick Muslims out of the country. I don't even know who has hired someone who is anti-Semitic mm-hmm. and a white nationalist and a full-blown racist. And also on top of that, who also is actively planning to roll back and cancel any climate change agreements worldwide. It's so shocking. And especially the climate change thing is, is extra shocking because I don't understand how that ever got politicized. Right. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I do because of business, because of coal industry yeah, and like right. because of the people who pollute or the people with the money. Right. I I am I I feel like having a sense of worry is good because you don't want to ever make this seem normal. Right. And it's okay to not be as upset as you were, but there has to always be a little bit of unease. It's like we're going to have it's going to be a long time t- until a lot of us are going to be able to like yeah she'll relax for a second And because you know? of
0: feeling guilty though it would be horrible if you were still feeling the way you did on november 9th. oh yeah like that's not a right. good place to live in
1: also have you thought about like if if, the, if there was a republican senate and hillary clinton did get the presidency we would be back in the last four years of obama's administration which is like just full blockades of a lot mm-hmm. of progress so i don't it's definitely worse now, but um like Brian and I were were talking about what what we expected with the election god like a month a month ago, and uh we were just like, there will still be problems, there will still be statewide problems of people trying to do this shit
2: to me, this is just worse, but it's not that much different. I just wasn't aware that there are this many people who are cool with. The message.
0: I know. That I That was
2: I what do, was so disheartening. I do wonder
1: how many of them... I, I'd be curious to know if any of them feel regret after seeing all the news of his cabinet. I, I I wonder. Yeah. Maybe there are some.
0: The line that I kept hearing was, um I don't like that he said that. That's what his defenders have said mm-hmm. about everything he said. But I don't Bush stuff, like that yeah. he said that. I don't like that he said that, but...
2: But that's the thing with him; he speaks his mind. I
0: know, right? <laughs> and it's just like, and Ugh. this idea that not thinking before you speak is admirable, right? Is crazy, right? Imagine if, like, I if I just sat here right now and I don't feel this way, but if I looked at Aaron and I was like, "Yeah, uh, anyway, today was fine." I hate your sweater. Uh, you know what I mean, or like, yeah. why didn't you wear makeup today? You know what I mean. Like, if you really, oh my I god, don't I, think lo- saying- I love the way you speak your mind. Ex- exactly, <laughs> D- speaking your mind is a so is a sociopathic you know who, thing to do. You know do. who else speaks their mind? Like five year olds, right? Um, and I mean, <laughs> yeah,
2: it's I true. liked something that you said recently, which is you came out in defense of political correctness. Which I have always of felt course. the same way. Like, yes, I understand we can, we can tie ourselves in knots trying to like make sh- to find the exact correct term. Blah, blah, blah. But, in general, in general, it was a movement that was attempting to respect people. Like, what's yeah. wrong with uh, kindness? But you know who hates political
1: correctness? Assholes.
2: Bill Maher. Yeah. Right. One of the That's leftist
1: per- people on TV. And that makes no sense to me. That is someone who's just like, I mean, that's what I mean. It's like on both sides. Like, what, what's your problem with being nice to people? Well, is his beef with political correctness that, well, actually, I think that he can't say all the
2: things he wants, he wants to say. But isn't it also that he thinks that liberals won't, um, artic- won't point to radical Islamic extremism and say it's a problem
1: yeah
0: he's big into that that's that's one of his his things
2: but i
1: also feel like he's one of these guys who's like he's going to make a tranny joke and he's going to make a uh he said something uh last week oh he had a headline that said it was like trump's administration this was going to happen and it was billy bob thornton and brad pitt and it was the quote was just yeah that bitch is crazy And I was like, what is this 1970s, like, ladies be crazy joke? Right. He wants to make those jokes, and he thinks that political correctness keeps him from doing that. And I.
0: Laziness makes you make them. Like, that is just a lazy thing to do. And it's also very, like, 90s. Like, no one taught, no one, that's not funny anymore. I don't
1: accept it from people who say they're on the right side of history because you ain't, you know? Like, you're either all in or you're not. I don't think it's, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's a fair thing to do. And, um, and I certainly don't tolerate it from people on the in conservative parties. So why would I? I wouldn't tolerate it from like I mean, look, we are in an industry that is extremely sexist and extremely not cool to uh, gay people. Uh, I mean, it's getting better with minority casting and stuff like that, but like our industry is terrible about it, mm-hmm. and we put up with it. I don't know. It seems like a little bit like put your money where your mouth is with that stuff and i feel that way with trump supporters like either you're okay with it or you're not right right um my point is is that don't tolerate from anybody i think and the it that we're not tolerating is don't tolerate kind of just ignorance or bias or mm -hmm. any kind of
2: backwards thinking
1: yeah I don't know. I I, I cuz you can probably intellectualize like a you could spin it however many ways you want it. But right. that's the PC thing. It's like people have spun it to be like some negative thing. It's like, well,
2: it's a people have spun it to be that it's censorship and that it goes against your first amendment and all that, which is that's a distortion of it. Now, totally. I think they would say it's turned into that because of those cesspools of evil thinking at universities but I don't find that to be the case. People confuse opinions with uh, being cruel.
1: Like, I like coffee. I like tea. Those are are opinions. I think I should be able to say that all women go to the bathroom and claw their eyes out of each other Like, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not right. And you can't say that. You can't generalize. Like, you can't do that.
0: Sarah Silverman says something really about the campus thing. About, like... Remember how Jerry Seinfeld said, like, oh, I can't... I don't do colleges anymore because they're so easily offended. Mm -hmm. And it's like talking to babies and da-da-da-da-da. And Sarah Silverman was like, you know, the way I feel about that is that every generation is better than the one before. Like, they're cooler than the one before. They're more relaxed about dumb shit. And they're usually... Nearly always on the right side of history. So, like, follow that track, especially if you want to stay relevant and cool and, like, you know, do it that way. The only person who ever really has made me laugh going there, and I don't even really know why, I've never thought about it, is Joan Rivers, is someone who, like, would say horrible things. Mm. And it always made me laugh. And I don't know if that's because I knew how hard she hustled and what her struggle was. I don't, or or that she was an an older woman. woman, maybe that that you were just sort of like, you know what? I'll take anything coming from. Like Chris Rock always said, the one comedian you never wanted to follow was Joan Rivers because she can get away with it, and she right. could. I don't know why. She was hilarious.
2: Um. Now, see, I know that I this conver- this conversation is probably alienating some of my listeners because I have listeners on both
0: sides. Right?
2: Do you guys? Well, I guess we do because we got some iTunes reviews.
0: Oh, yeah. People, calling us all left. <laughs> That's what people say. I, I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't either. I guess it
1: is now. Um, we weird, but no one really emails us or tells us. It seems like people find our show and then they're like, then they start either having problems not. with yeah. and Not people who listen because we, I don't look,
2: election or not, we have not changed our views. Right. I mean, you start the show by explaining.
0: Right, sort of. here's what you're in. For. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So it's not it's not a place to be. I think if you're extremely right, I just think it's not a show for you, which is fine. No one, I mean, definitely don't listen if you're if you're not if you're not going to like it.
0: Yeah, we do give you fair warning at the beginning, but um, yeah, I I don't I. You know what's weird? The only the only blowback I ever get is from a, a tweet or something, and then it's clearly someone who has just searched. Like, right. tr- which is always such a strange move to make. Yeah,
2: right. When someone comes at you and they don't follow you. Exactly. So you know that they just did a word did search. Did a word search to go yeah. after
0: people. That's so strange, but I'm sure that happens to you. You
2: know, the
1: time every too. once in a while, I'll tell you, I think every once in a while we'll get criticism when, and I think this is a lot from younger generation, like, like i'll say like okay for example i know i use the word crazy all the time i know i use it all the time i overuse it so sometimes so i I remember someone sent an email and that was just like hey i work in the mental health industry like you use the word you throw the word crazy around and i was like i totally see your point
2: like i get i get that kind of stuff a lot too and i take it really hard and then i get this like defensive like well fuck you (laughs) response I, too which yeah. is
0: i uh, have i know i was res- when, whenever we get those things it's sort of it's so conditional on how i'm feeling that yeah on <laughs> all I the know. how hard i'm how seriously i'm gonna take it
1: but i but i always read them and then i and then i and then if i think it's something i can absolutely change or you know then i try right but i'm you know a lot of that stuff is like i've just said it
2: all my life it's really going to be a tough struggle. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, see, someone would say that's PC stuff going too far. Because that's like my my like defensive thing is like, but don't you know my heart? Like, you don't you listen right. enough? Don't you know what I mean? But then I guess like, look, if someone is gonna say, I find the way you said this offensive. I don't think the response should be "fuck you." I'm just saying that's my emotional response. I think the response should be like, oh, well, maybe I could do that better. I think you can spend all day chasing your tail doing that, but I, isn't that what we're talking about? Yeah, like that's what I think you it's just do? to
1: learn. It's like a, I mean, look, it's so difficult. Crazy is lazy too. Like I'm say crazy when I just don't know what else to say. And so it is a little bit laziness. So I guess I just need a new word. That would be a, that would be how simple it would be.
0: But see, I don't think crazy's <laughs> offensive unless you're talking about someone who is mentally ill, which is what I never right. say.
1: But then, but what if you use? The, see, I don't like when people use the R word, racist. No, red Robin. N- close, Me- handicapped, mentally handicapped. Oh, okay. R word, right? right? So you could say I that feel to like someone, someone who, who
2: late to the party of giving that one up.
0: Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People have been.
1: Um. But. You say that when you're not talking about someone who is right not afe- affected by that. You would never call someone who is that. That's the same argument.
0: Um I guess except that sometimes I do think that people don't act the R word, but do act crazy. Right. Do you know what I mean?
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, are you allowed to say someone's a lunatic?
0: That's what I mean because then it goes, it slips into like you can't say they're out of their mind, right? You can't say they're on another planet. I don't know that that one to me specifically is sort of like I how get do you it. Describe it
1: it's because very I agree that the R yeah. words are,
0: to me a different thing.
1: But I guess I guess my point is like whether or not the change happens. If I do think I've done something that's absolutely crossed the line, then I'll be like, yes, I need totally. to do that. But if it's something like that, I'll think about it and I'll go. You know what? That is interesting. I will be aware of it. It might fall lower on my podium of uh on my on my list mm. of stuff I should be fixing about myself, but I think about I'm never like fuck off. I, if as long as the email is worded in a way that is like informative and like, hey, this is just a personal opinion,
2: but it you know, oh yeah, think about that's, this. That's different. Yeah, I mean the ones that are a little more aggressive sometimes. I just Some of the,
0: out, the ones that are aggressive sometimes. I think they think they're joking, but in a in a way that I would never talk or be talked to, and this have like. To Me, it'll be like, Hey, you stupid bitch, and I'm <laughs> yes. just like, Jesus, I like, know what you're makes kidding. You think that I, I welcome that, I know, <laughs> and it's so harmless, but it's also just like, and it's not a big deal. But I, those are sometimes I'm just like, I don't even say that, to, I've never said that to Aaron. We don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah we, don't but we don't talk, don't talk like, like that.
2: that, yeah. I think sometimes people think that if they're nice and just friendly, you'll be like, Oh my god, what a square, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right you're right I, that they feel like they have I to have something, edge to it yeah or something. exactly but yeah i, I
2: prefer respect your edge any day of
3: the week
0: oh me too to oh, be like hey yes. i just wanted to say how not, great how great your shows or how much i've like listened to it versus like hey dumb bitch boy you're <laughs> sure we're stupid on this last episode anyway i laughed so hard because you said that dumb bitch thing and i'm just like jeez <laughs> thanks
1: do you get that like too casual like uh email like uh just people spouting a
2: lot of like stuff they know about you and then you're like, what's what's this email about? <laughs> yeah, I do. Although, for the most part, this sounds like I'm kissing ass, but it's true. For the most part, the all the communication from fans and listeners is really, really nice. That's nice. Um, when I was on the Corolla show, I would. It was not the. the uh, the ratio was a little bit different in terms of right. like 99.999% of what I get now is incredibly nice. And I look at it and I'm like, I would hang out with these people. They Totally. Are, I love yes. them. Um, versus before there was like a little more... Aggression sometimes or just people like real backhanded compliments when I'm like I didn't like you for the longest time but you know it's like oh (laughs) well thank you. I'm glad you turned a corner or you didn't turn a corner but you're just meeting me and you don't I don't know (laughs) I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable right now.
0: We get a lot of like
2: woman.
1: Oh, we get um, favorites. We get yeah. people telling us who which one yeah. of us is their, their favorite. Hey,
0: guys, I love your podcast. Aaron's my favorite. Sorry, Brian. And I'm like, all right, cool.
1: <laughs> hey, Aaron, I uh, wanted to say something to Brian. I know he doesn't check the email, but I
2: wanted to let you know. Could you tell him that I really like this thing he said?
0: Yeah. Weird.
2: That I do That I do get, actually. Yeah. I get a lot. Because on the Thursday show, there's a group of us. So I right. get emails for other people frequently. Yeah. Um,
1: do what? you ever
0: pass them along? I do sometimes, yeah.
1: actually. Yeah. Do you hold? Do you hold them over their? Or you give them to them in their birthday in their birthday cards or
2: something? Like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. By the way, here's fifteen emails about avocados, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> people that people want to know about. Um, I wanted to ask your TV Land show is debuting January 18th.
0: It's now the 17th. We had said the as 18th. of <laughs> today, <laughs> Tuesday, January 17th. Okay. Yeah, on TV Land.
2: Okay, good. I can't wait that extra day. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> How's it How's it going so far? It's
0: really well. Have
2: you? Yeah. W- 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 We're in the Fill writer's in. room.
0: Yeah, sure. We're in the writer's room. So it's sort of a, the show's sort of a cross between, I mean, obviously inspired and taken a lot from the podcast, but sort of a John Oliver style, but it cuts to sketches also. So it's kind of like some John Oliver, Amy Schumer sort of thing.
1: A little less learny than John Oliver and a mm. little more silly than Sam B with sketches. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Just sticking to our brand of like. We know just about enough to like <laughs> get Talk you through this, this. exactly, and that kind of thing. But it's good. we're in sort of the writers' room right now, so we're writing a bunch of stuff. We'll we tape some of it in December, and then some of it, the more current stuff, we'll tape the week of the show. And mm-hmm. the week,
1: and the, so we'll do live tapings uh, here in Hollywood every Friday starting in January. How exciting! Yeah, so yeah. we'd love for you to come. If I you, would love to you aren't,
2: um Giving birth, or if you are giving birth, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I probably will be either giving birth or waiting to give birth. But you know what? I need to pass some time while I'm waiting. Okay, so. yeah.
0: Are you going to Snapchat your birth? That's a thing people do now.
2: I haven't been on Snapchat in so long. Oh God. I'm Wait, kind You should of really shock Snapchat. people with your Yeah, I know. <laughs> Look, I'm back, you guys. Um, probably not. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't think so. A little too much. Yeah, although I do want lots of photos, not for social media, but just for ourselves. Sure. However, Have you thought
1: about recording it? I'm not joking. No, I know people do that um not recording with video just audio <laughs> oh really just like
2: a, people do that a bonus episode podcast of, <laughs> <laughs> oh that'd be good oh for oh for for patreon i could do that as a bonus bonus <laughs> That's podcast hilarious. it's a good idea yeah. i don't know it might just it, it might be intense <laughs> i don't know i actually have thought about you know what am i going to do for releasing podcasts the week that I have the baby and I should have some some things planned, which I do have some ideas for like, oh, we could, you know, there's this unreleased episode or this one, or or you know, we could do a rerun or we could bank episodes ahead of time. But then I started thinking, I like included, like the listeners, I've been so open about all of this that I feel like, I'm probably going to want to do a podcast from the hospital. And Jeff even brought that up on his own after. And I had already been thinking about it and mentioned it to my husband. So I think we probably will do something like that's that. Great. Maybe, depending on how it all goes. Ep-
3: episode from the delivery room, though, that's really. That's, that's intense. A, that's a little very Yeah,
2: You could re- you could record moments from the birth
1: and then <laughs> sprinkle them as as sound effects during your first one back.
0: <laughs> great ideas I you'd, be, you'd be breaking new podcasting ground this is why I we're the alt
1: left because of all these uh, yeah. pregnancy podcast ideas
2: Um, well, I hope we didn't offend anybody. I mean, (gasps) no, you know, when I said that, when I said that, that I think this conversation might alienate some people, I hope you didn't think I was talking about you guys. I, I I drove it in this direction and I am talking a ton about it. I wasn't at all saying, I wasn't trying to put it on you. Well,
1: I just, I never want to sound like, um,
0: talking down.
1: Yeah, I really don't. I mean, I really, all of our stuff comes from a place where, where we're personally affected, which is where our passion lies you know how 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 are our lives going to be harder and um unfortunately a lot of them has to do with what we do with our body and that feels icky and by the way
0: i feel like anyone who's listening to your podcast who's listening to a a female driven podcast is a step ahead of a lot of people (laughs) do you know what i mean so i i feel like they must be all pretty cool
2: i think they are yeah i think they are i just occasionally will get I think that there will be people who will say, you're assuming that all your listeners are anti-Trump and there's a lot of stuff about Trump that you don't, a lot of benefits about him that you aren't getting. Right. I suspect that, you know what though? Then that happens. If that happens, then that happens. Right. Um. Okay. So. People are entitled to their opinions. You
1: like coffee. I like tea. That's right. Just don't let your coffee scald me in the crotch. <laughs>
0: Exactly. How's you, that for, I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought I was gonna rhyme. I was real, expecting I like a out. little poem.
2: I couldn't pull it out. coffee's a hard one. It is. Do you actually like tea better than coffee? Yes. Strongly. You feel strongly uh, about this.
1: Well, here's the thing. ole my fiance, not Oliver, <laughs> my dog, uh has been living in Portland for the last year, and the coffee there is so fucking consistently good everywhere. So I like coffee when I drink it from places that make it good, but I don't like it in LA. It, I, don't, I haven't found a place that makes like... Because I don't know how to fucking make coffee. Every time I do it, it's either bitter or weak or like I don't I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Tea, I can do because I put the bag in, I put my honey in, I put my milk in, I'm done. Coffee's right. an art and I don't have this paintbrush.
0: I'll drink any <laughs> shitbox coffee. Yeah. No problem.
2: <laughs> um. Okay, so... I have, I have a quiz for you guys, and it is designed to figure out who knows whom better. Oh. oh it's, it's not that good. <laughs> I'm, it's going to be disappointing. Okay. okay. Now, I had Jim Norton and Sam Roberts on the show recently, and I gave them a similar quiz, slightly different questions. I'm still, because I feel like this is a fun thing to do. I'm letting yeah. everyone behind the curtain. Fun thing to do, but I feel like I'm still working out the kinks. So get ready for some kinks. Okay.
0: I can't wait. Me too. I'm excited.
2: Okay, so I'm gonna give you guys.
0: Fully. Is that millionaire? Paper. Yeah. Okay.
2: Oh, we get paper. And, yeah, paper here and um and pens. Is this gonna be like um newlywed game? C- yes, actually. Oh, sweet. Except that um not the part where you hold up an answer, but just you write down your answer. Okay, okay got it. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you guys questions. Now, for each question, you write down what you think. So, for example, the question is, like, what's your most cherished possession? Wow. So you would write down... What I think Brian's... Yes. Okay. and But you also... This is where it gets... This is where it gets an extra step that gets convoluted, and I feel like there's probably a way to smooth this out, but I haven't figured it out. You need to write down what you think Brian's most cherished p- possession is, but also what yours is, so okay. that then when he answers, right. we can cross-check.
0: Oh, boy. Okay.
2: Okay. Got it. So is the first one that question? Yes. (laughs) Yes. That was an example and also the first question. Mm -hmm. So let me know when you have your answer and what you think the other person's answer is. (laughs) Okay. I got it. (laughs) I like that. Brian's already cracked himself (laughs) up. I
0: couldn't think of anything. Okay.
3: For mine. Okay.
2: Okay. Now we do all the questions first and then we do the answers. Right, Jeff?
3: No, we're doing them one at a time. We do. Okay. Okay.
2: All right. So, um, Brian, what do you think Aaron's most cherished possession is?
0: I said that the, the, the picture of your dad that Scott Gardner took inspiration from. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that wrong? I think it's wrong.
2: And um, what is the answer, Aaron? My boots. Really? <laughs>
1: All
0: right. Okay. I wear the
1: same boots like four times a week. But prize possession, how sad are we?
0: I think a picture of your dad would be lovely. I think okay. you should change it. it
1: was,
2: do you <laughs> it have was a, a? It was picture a of scanned
1: dad? picture. I don't have it like framed. Oh. I do have a picture of my dad on a horse. Do you cherish it?
2: It's on the piano. <laughs> you have a piano? Yeah, Ollie yeah. plays the piano. Oh wow, it's a beautiful That's piano. That's really it's nice. nice. Yeah, I was just recently thinking. Actually, this is this is very terrible. Um, my parents have a piano, and I was like, I'm gonna get that someday. <laughs> That was my thought. Have you already divvied up your parents'
0: possessions? My parents also have – they have two pianos. My mom's a piano teacher, so Mm -hmm. there's two, and they're both gorgeous. And I keep thinking like, I'm probably going to get both of them, (laughs) which is – I have two siblings. Isn't that crazy? Like so selfish. Yeah.
2: I was actually like, that'll be nice. And then I thought – But there's a lot of heartache that has to come before actually getting the piano to the house. You'd rather not have the piano. right? Maybe I should just, you know, think about getting a piano. Which you can very cheap now because
1: people are like basically giving them away. Really? Mm -hmm.
0: The only sucky thing is is very few people will actually move them, including moving companies. Right. It's like a whole thing. It's weird. Do
2: you live on the ground floor, Aaron? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. How did they
0: get that in? Through what door?
2: The legs come off. Is it a
1: baby grand?
0: Yeah. It's Uh a baby grand. Steinway, a, yeah.
2: So you're such an adult.
1: Oh, you walk it in there and you girl. feel
0: elevated.
2: It's, it's everything it's in there that's nice is always. <laughs> okay, um, I just brought my boots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah. So for that one. So yeah. Uh, what did you think, mine Aaron? Was? What do you
2: think? Your Starbucks cups. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. No. I, I couldn't think of anything, which is maybe even sadder. I put jeans.
2: We
0: <laughs> both put it, close. Oh, it So sad.
1: Our life is really sad. This is, this is.
0: You want to know why? Because I'm, I'm so not a, a pack rat. I, I throw everything out. I feel like I could move in 30 seconds.
1: Christ, yeah, I'm the
2: same way. Isn't that crazy? That's
0: kind of sad.
2: No, that's good. Oh, that's it is? Go- well, I mean, I I feel like I'm like a proto hoarder. Like, it could get, I could, <laughs> I could fearing. head into being a hoarder pretty easily. Right. So, I, um, it
0: doesn't look like it though.
2: No, I'm, I, I <laughs> think you're, you haven't seen the the office. Fair. All right. Yeah. My desk is, I uh, need to be condemned. Like, if you light sure. a match, the whole thing blows up. And I don't even know, I don't even know what all the I paper know. is. I don't know what it all is. But when I begin to go through it, I'm like, uh, eh, I'm going to do this another day. Do you have a shredder? No. Mm,
1: that helps. Because it's fun? Yeah, and also you're like, oh, I don't fucking need this. Instead of putting in a pile of stuff I don't need, I just put it in the shredder.
2: How many years back do you keep your taxes? There's, they say
1: seven, but I think that's really long.
0: I've I've kept mine since... Yeah, I should throw mine. I've just kept mine since 2008. I could get that rid of.
2: being said, like... See, that's me trying to bl- like, oh, it's all financial papers. No, that's one pile. Yeah. It's know. also like catalogs, coupons I'm never going to use, notepads. I have a pr- I have trouble throwing away old notepads because I might need my notes from six years ago. Totally. I agree. I just did that.
1: I, I just read threw them something, away.
0: I read something that Would it mail. help to burn
1: them so no one can have them? No one will have your ideas? <laughs> and you could
0: put on like leather gloves and pretend that like, you know, you're burning evidence.
2: Right. That's a
1: good you're, idea. You're
0: really into it. That sounds like it. fun. I like it. I uh I read something that said with mail you should only you, let your hands touch it once. In other words, like you, you deal with that mail right then and there and then you throw it away. You're
2: supposed to do that with email too.
0: Yeah. My email yeah, inboxes, uh, uh, yes, a nightmare too. Uh, yeah.
2: Okay. Number two. Oh boy. Favorite movie.
0: Ooh.
1: Oh, this is gonna be oh, tough.
2: Man. I know it's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Aaron, Aaron, what am I going to write for? Aaron. Oh, this is not right. Oh.
1: This is for simple people without anxiety. Right. <laughs> These are people who don't change their mind every day about what they like and don't like. Oh, mine. Oh, my favorite movie. It's so
2: embarrassing.
0: Oh, boy. I didn't get it right. Oh, wait. Because <laughs> you didn't write something embarrassing? Yeah.
2: Okay, Okay, Aaron, what do you think Brian's favorite movie is? A Star is Born?
0: No, Uh, but I like that. That's up there. Uh, uh, Nashville.
1: Oh, dang.
0: I think her favorite movie is being Julia.
1: Oh, no, it's Ghostbusters 2. (laughs) I was about to
0: write Ghostbusters. Damn it.
1: I don't know why I like that movie. I watched it like ad nauseum when I was in seventh grade and I just
2: it makes me feel comfortable.
0: It's so funny. It's a yeah. Funny see, movie.
2: I think that I often, if someone, well, first of all, if someone asks me my favorite movie, I try to wriggle out of answering it because I don't know.
0: I know it's. And tough. then I
2: probably would say something like the sure thing, because it's, it, it makes me feel comfortable. It's yeah. Not, yeah, totally. But like, is that really my favorite? Is, is it my favorite piece of cinema?
0: Or just the Maybe. most watchable? Right. right. But
2: like
1: with Nashville, mm-hmm. you could watch it any time; it would be great. Yeah. Also, I feel that way about Heather's.
2: Yes. Yeah. I need to rewatch it. I read a paper about Heathers in college. Oh, I watch it every it year. Was, yeah. With April
1: be. Richardson, we watch it every year. We have our Heathers Day. It's never planned.
2: I just say to you, this is going to be Heathers Day. I, um on Instagram, you and April and Jen Kirkman were hanging out, right? No. That sounds like a thing Who happened. was the third person then? Brian? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I, I would know the difference.
1: You didn't
0: mistake me for Jen Kirkman? <laughs> me that sounds and like April. A thing that might oh, are
1: you talking about Twitter? Was it on Twitter this no, weekend? No, this was. It was it when you were in Las Vegas. That was Brian and Jeffrey.
0: Oh, that was me and April and Aaron
1: and Jeffrey. Self, we all went to, to Divas
2: Live, the drag show. When they, <laughs> no, I definitely followed along on that, but there was no you, April and Jen Kirkman hangout. No, but there was rumor. There was a
1: rumor that the four of us were going to go to lunch together. Do well, you know about this? Is this
2: in, this is including me? Yes, I did not know about this, but I there was a, there was a picture on Instagram where I'm like I would like to hang out with all of you ladies, so I totally invited myself. That's what it was. It, okay. Was it Allison Becker? Maybe. Well, anyway, not important. But the point, just being, I'm just I'm just following up on that, saying I would like to hang out with you and your yes, ladies. It's gonna we're okay. gonna do it. Oh, do you have weekends free? I have a lot of time. Okay. free. <laughs> In general, until this baby comes, I'm quite free. <laughs> okay. Number three. Favorite candy. Oh. oh. Okay. Mm.
0: Okay. Okay. I think I might have gotten this one right. I feel good about this.
2: I'm excited. Okay, okay, Aaron. What do you think Brian's favorite candy is? Gummy bears. No. And what is your favorite candy?
0: I put Reese's peanut butter cups. Okay. Oh, dang,
2: that's a good one. What is your, And what do you think Aaron's favorite candy is? Gummy
0: bears. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. Someone got a point. I'm so glad. I uh, knew I, I I felt good Reese's about that one. Reese's Peanut
1: Butter Cups. I, you
0: know, I don't even know if that's true. It might be <laughs> Reese's Pieces or it might be M&M's. Oh, I
1: do like Reese's Pieces. Yeah. Good job. I only like gummy bears because I they're in the office and
2: they're free. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But the, but the, I always go to those.
0: I'm so glad.
2: You know, I used to not be a big gummy bear person. I'm still not really, but I, pregnancy has turned me on gummy bears to Can the point I where I, I'm I, like, I find myself... I have found myself craving gummy candy.
0: Hot tip, put them in the freezer. Oh, really? It's the best. Why? Because I – They harden a little. But that's why I don't like them on frozen yogurt. Oh, okay. Then you wouldn't like it because I like them on frozen yogurt. It's probably They're
2: too hard. I'm like, what is this gummy shard in my mouth?
0: And I kind of like the shard. Okay. I I do like to cut my mouth open (laughs) on like Jolly Ranchers and stuff. (laughs) Have you put Reese's peanut butter cups in the freezer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that's everything in the freezer better. That's dessertish.
2: Have you ever put bread in the freezer?
0: <laughs> yes. Have <My> you?
2: Yes. <laughs> it gives it it's like a, a story, real chewy, right? crunchy texture. It's kind of nice. I like yeah. It. Okay. Well, yes, that for me it's been when I'm like out of out of my my eyesight, bad carbs, and I'm like, that's oh, why I eat gummy, gummy like bears
1: because they don't feel like candy. It just feels like oh, I'm just eating gelatin. Yellow.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. Number four. biggest regret.
0: Ooh, these are good. big one it's a real essay happening
2: (laughs) okay okay aaron what do you i
1: don't i don't write my regret down uh okay got it okay Okay,
2: what do you think brian's biggest
0: regret is
1: an ex-boyfriend who i won't name except i know you had really good sex with him
0: oh man You know, that is actually the right answer. It is? Yeah. It's not what I wrote down, but that that is right. (laughs) I I wrote... You get a point. Yeah. I think that's the right one. What did you write, though? I wrote not coming out earlier.
2: Oh. But
0: I actually regret that relationship more than... I would rather spend three more years in the closet than dealing with that asshole.
2: (laughs) Oh, you regret having been in that relationship. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. Like, I took nothing good. You know what I mean? One of those things where it's like, I didn't learn anything. That just sucked. Yeah. So I, for you... But that your biggest regret was not going to Rutgers. (gasps) You're right. Am I? Yes.
2: (laughs) I feel so happy. It's like a Christmas miracle. I know. It's like (laughs) giving
0: me such a rush.
2: I love it. Where did you go? To uh, to a million state
1: schools. Kind of bounced around. Yeah. I was the bounce queen. Queen of the bounce. I was Big Freedom before Big that
0: Then I think it's good that you didn't go to Rutgers. Because then you you probably wouldn't have liked it if you were bouncing around. You know what I mean? You just weren't like that wasn't your thing.
1: Yeah. I just I, I always wanted to be part of like a. East Coast – like I wanted to be around smart people and I never felt like I was – I felt like I was getting dumb <laughs> at the schools I was at.
0: Well, you've caught up. Aaron Thank reads you. like – Aaron reads – how many books do you read? I barely read anything. I can barely read a full article. Aaron reads – Yeah, like, I can't crazy.
2: read – I read Twitter. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me
0: too. I have
2: no reading attention span anymore. I like books. I know. Um, all right. and la- Okay. So right now, Brian has two. Karen has one. Okay. I'm going to try to tie it right now. Yeah, this is, I'm realizing we should end it now because now I'm actually... You know, it, that's okay. We'll do it. Then there's a, there's a tiebreaker if we need it. Okay. What is uh, your birthday? Oh.
0: Oh, fuck. I only know this by my calendar. Not mine, hers.
1: I know. I... This is wrong. This is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Aaron, oh. what's Brian's birthday? 71679.
0: Close, it's July 30th. Dang. I put hers this March 17th.
2: March 22nd. Damn. Dang. Brian, you are the winner yes! by one point. I'm so you know happy. Aaron just a little bit better than she knows you. <laughs> just a little bit. By the way, the regret one, we were like, "Oh, got it." <laughs> it's
3: You're funny. Right. Yeah,
2: I know that one was. I thought was going to be one of the hardest ones. <laughs> <It's> so funny. <laughs> we only know the bad stuff about each other.
0: <laughs> no problem. Don't need a ti- Don't need any time.
1: <laughs> Do you want to know what last time? Uh, what? Uh, what Brian ate that gave him diarrhea? Got it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: All right, we should do, just me or everyone in a moment, but first I want to say, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are, because they have everything, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. It is a great place to do all of your holiday shopping. Um, Thank you so much for your Amazon support. Also, I am on Patreon. Do you guys know Patreon? No.
0: I heard oh, you, you mention it earlier. I don't yeah,
2: know. Yeah, it's awesome. It's yes. sort of like kickstarter Um, but it's not a project-specific thing. It's on a monthly basis, and a lot of podcasts are on there, and people support artists and podcasts they like, and you have different reward tiers. Um, so like, there's an extra, the bonus episode like we were talking about the bonus bonus of the audio of me giving birth perhaps could be one of them. Right. So you can have an extra episode or more than that a month. Um, There's an exclusive video live stream that I do. There's a fan club level where you get like actual stuff in the mail, um, all sorts of fun stuff. And it's just a really so nice that it's all in one place. I know I sound like I'm doing an ad, but I really do mean it. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. And it's, I enjoy it so much because there's a lot of interaction with, a community of super nice, like very devoted into the show. Super nice. I mentioned nice, but that's like the main thing. They're really nice. Yes,
0: yeah, like the creators are really crop. nice.
2: Yeah. It's, right. And so, like, if I have a question about, like, do you guys like this in the show or like I'm thinking of doing this, that's kind of like where I would go for that oh. to get info oh, from. sweet. Yeah. I and just, I don't know. I just love it. So, anyway, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that. Okay, let's do just mirror everyone.
0: Sometimes I on something I have thought or done. Is it just me
2: Or everyone? Okay, this is where people write in with things they think or do and they wonder, is it just me or everyone? And then we weigh in jv says sometimes instead of opening the curtains to check the weather i just use the app on my phone that's like all the time for me all the time for me that's all i do yeah (laughs) um today i because it rained yesterday i did look out the window this morning but it felt it felt a retro (laughs) (laughs) old-fashioned
0: totally yeah i do. i guess that's true i do look out the window to see how hard it's raining
1: well it's in la so it's like you when you know at the beginning of the week what the weather's going to be like you probably know what it's going to be like all week yeah. right so i do a one look on a
2: monday <laughs> and then if anything changes then i'll look again yep maddie porter says when i type something quickly and the keys tap loud i envision i'm hacking into a mainframe I like that.
0: Oh, I I don't, I don't do, do that, that yeah. but I love it. I'm gonna
2: start. Yeah, me too.
0: I could really get into that cosplay.
2: It's very twenty four.
0: Yeah, just like I was gonna say the <laughs>
2: net, or Mr. Robot. But, um oh, no those are, those are better. I remember the net. Mm-hmm. She hacked it. Yeah, The Praetorians. That's right. Right. Oh, my God. Deep cut from the (laughs) neck. Vanessa E says, get overly excited when my coffee maker, curtains, etc. show up on TV or in a movie. (laughs) I definitely notice. I definitely notice.
0: Yeah. And feel validated. Yes. Like that I made the right. One time, something that was hanging on my wall was in the Jersey Shore house. And I was (laughs) so excited. And then immediately followed by total humiliation. What was it? Some weird thing I got at CB2 that was just like a—I don't (laughs) know—abstract art or something. Exactly, that was really not very attractive, but I was so excited and then totally. But I'm going to say, yeah, there's a sense of pride there.
1: I like that um, this tweeter said my my coffee maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) like it had gone to college, and like you're like that's my coffee maker on TV.
3: I have a throw pillow and I was laying on the throw pillow watching TV and it was on an episode of The New Girl on their sofa. I fell off That's the sofa. That's super hip. It was super freaky. I took a picture of it. That's wonderful.
2: Um, Okay, Jason Dick says, at least 95% of my laughter is faked. Movies almost never make me laugh. I say you got to be real. What?
0: I agree. I don't think that... I, uh, uh, 95% of my laughter isn't faked, but, but in movies it is.
2: Yeah. It's the crowd, the crowd thing.
0: I really only laugh. Oh, at when such you a, go to the movie. Yeah. Oh, it's such a three stooges thing, but I really only laugh at terrible things. Like if someone slips, if someone's driving the wrong way down a one way street, like those, those things genuinely like make me laugh. stuff? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> pay me into that corner <laughs> uh, yeah
2: <laughs> i have had the experience of seeing a movie in a theater and thinking it was so funny and then watching it at home and being like oh i guess it wasn't that funny Did, like, there's something about the you crowd? see it in a packed in a packed theater yeah um okay where are you guys on the hangover because i saw that in a packed theater and thought it was really funny and then i saw it again with a friend. In a theater that wasn't very full, and I was like, maybe it wasn't as funny as I thought.
1: I only saw it in the theater. I don't remember if I liked it or not. So that speaks volumes. Yeah, I'm sure.
0: I think I was right in the middle of like, yeah.
2: I think
1: it was I didn't.
0: You know, let me put it this way: I didn't see the sequels. Right? Did you? No. Yeah.
2: I don't think I can't remember if I did. Yeah. One that of them also- had a tiger. One of them had a oh eagle. My- <laughs>
1: It is always know.
0: weird when comedies have sequels. I don't know why. It's just sort of like, all right, we're doing. This is a cash grab. Yeah. yeah,
1: Ghostbusters Two. It's my favorite movie. That's true.
0: That's true. Who was
1: in Ghostbusters Two? Dan Aykroyd. Same guys. Yeah, all the same guys.
0: And then Sigourney okay.
1: Weaver was back, but honey, she's not playing the cello anymore. She works for the museum, restoring paintings. She changed careers and, and wow. changed
0: careers at a, a level of mastery. Like she's an art curator and yeah. was a concert. Cellist. It's a
1: hilarious joke that I feel like they played they must on have us. known.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. You don't hear a lot about Ghostbusters too. No, I'm probably the only
1: person <laughs> you still know who's spreading it? the gospel. Peter
0: McNichols in it too. Oh, and he was on so Ally McBeal. Good. He's in it. He gets like possessed in it.
1: And he has he's the, so funny and like this. He he's not like a big character in it, but I mean, he's not like he, playing a big character. Right.
0: But he does like the Rick Moranis role, kind of. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They play it very re- I'm not going to talk to you about <laughs> ghostbusters too. <laughs> okay. I'm going to I'm going to seek it out though. I think it's if you want to laugh and I do, then I think it's a good movie to laugh. There's a lot of smart jokes in it. Okay. And there's a woman who's I think Sigourney Weaver is a sassy lady and I like watching she's her. She's so
0: good in those movies. And she's
1: not
2: one of those she's not she's not just the love interest. Like she has stuff to do. Right. Okay. Nicole Goodwin says, feel extremely satisfied when I wash my super dirty hands and you can see the dirty water in the sink.
0: I live for it. That's a, that's satisfying.
2: I find it a little bit gross. Right. That you got there in the first place? Yeah. that There's like, now there's dirty water swirling around the sink that's potentially going to leave a dinginess in the sink.
0: Hmm. Aaron,
2: I don't, that,
1: that is a nightmare that I would have. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like I, I used to get no better feeling Back when you could smoke in bars Coming home And then taking a shower And just smelling the smoke drip off it. Yeah It was my favorite thing Before and after
1: I didn't even take a shower I used to go to sleep With a fucking cigarette totally. Right on the yeah. pillow
0: <laughs> Oh me too
1: Monster How long
2: did you smoke? Years
1: You yeah.
0: did? You did? I
2: know um, I I, th- I have trouble remembering When I really really quit Because I had really tapered off But I haven't had like a cigarette for probably six years. Um, But I think I started – I don't know. I God, I'm not proud of this. I probably smoked from like 20
0: to 35 or so. Yeah. That sounds about right. I did about that too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But when I moved to New York – because I used to smoke in my car a lot. And also I would smoke in my apartment like when I was writing, sitting at my computer. And I never smoked in my apartments in New York. And also I wasn't driving in New York. So I had really cut. Except I was drinking a lot at the beginning. And I was smoking when I was drinking and also walking. So I guess I was smoking a fair amount. What about you guys? I had a cigarette the night Hillary didn't get
1: elected. Me
0: too. That was the first time in years that I had had a cigarette. And it was
1: was disgusting. Mm.
0: November 8th. And it was disgusting. But you know. No regrets. But
1: also after I smoked it I smoked half of it by the way and I threw it in Melrose, right onto Melrose. I <laughs> it did It might still be there. It yeah. probably I was still burning. Um I did not have the thing that I thought was gonna happen, which is I thought I was gonna start smoking instantly the next day. I was like, oh, I- I'd never wanna do that
2: again. Yeah. It's weird, I have these 'cause like we have a balcony here that we never ever go out on, but I always think if I were still smoking, I'd be smoking on that balcony all the time. Oh. I'd be I I I imagine my life if I were still a smoker. Basically it's just everything I do now, but with a cigarette. Right. Right. <laughs> but I think about that often. Yeah. How it'd be different, but the same. Yeah. Okay. Sadie Simper says, just mirror everyone. When working out, I yell obscenities at the trainer on the T V as if hurting their feelings will take away the pain. That sounds fun. It oh, does like sound if you're fun. if you're working out at home? Yeah. 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 Um, I think it would also be fun to yell obscenities at a trainer in a gym. <laughs> yeah. But I have never done that. No. I wonder if you would get away with it. I bet you could. Yeah. If you're like, this is how I feel the burn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Wait, didn't something... Offense, not offensive, but oh, irritating yeah. happened to you at the gym. Didn't someone, wasn't someone upset with your mood?
0: With my face. <laughs> and yeah, always twice with my face uh, that, that I look, because I have that, whatever, resting bitch face thing. And so people just, they're, they're just so, na- they've just been so nasty about it there. And Erin told me, she gave me a great tip. She said that the next time someone says, like, are you okay, God, you look so angry that I just keep saying what? Like I can't hear them. <laughs> And I just keep I just be
2: so they have
1: to keep Yeah.
0: What? I just said <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> I just confused I the shit out of it's them. It's good for any
1: time someone's yelling at you or anything that you don't want to deal with. You just keep saying what and they'll they have to eventually stop. If I imagine. oh my god. So that's such a good thing to have at the ready. I you know. have to do it. It has to be sincere. Yeah. You know, you have to they have to really think you haven't heard them. Hmm?
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It makes me laugh so hard.
2: <laughs> and lastly, Leela is a Rolling Stone says, people who leave the empty... Wait, no. I'm lying. There's there's two more. People who leave the empty toilet paper tube on the holder and then sit the new roll on top should be exiled to a desert <laughs> island. I've done this before. Uh, cause Why cause do we do change-
0: it? Do, wait, Are you changing the roll in public bathrooms? Is that what you're talking about? Or you do this here? This
1: sounds
2: like a private situation. I think I've done it in i've done it in a workplace bathroom um and here there's been a lot okay there's been a lot of questioning of our toilet paper situation because i have instagram pictures of wendy playing with the role of toilet paper um and people are like don't you have a toilet paper holder thing by the way no one knows what it's called no. toilet paper holder thingy is the universal way that people <laughs> sure um If I put the toilet paper on the holder thingy, then she paws at it and gets it. So, no, I don't put it on that. I just put it on the back of the toilet where she now grabs it and runs around with it. That's what happened in one bathroom. (laughs) In the other bathroom, and this is why I don't like to mess with these little thingies anymore, the spring-loaded thingies, I like undid it and it ricocheted off of the thing and into the toilet itself (laughs) so we don't actually have one for the other (laughs) and then i had to get a a bag a a ziploc bag turn it inside out and reach into the toilet and fish it out because it wouldn't have flushed right um and it was i think you figured
1: out the problem there's no
2: universal way to get those things out
0: and so
1: everyone's like i'm not gonna fuck with this because it it could be a disaster I experienced a
2: disaster. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to leave this to more competent hands. You solve this mystery. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. And then there was one more, uh, James Leroy Wilson says, wish furniture makers and home builders were in sync about the height and width of doors. Hashtag. How do we get this couch through here? Yeah. Interesting. The idea of standardizing doors.
1: We're couch. I see. This is the crazy thing. Here I go. Um, <laughs> If you think about how big couches were in the 50s <laughs> and the fact that they couldn't get them in then and it's been happening all this time, no one cares. The door I'm, people don't care.
0: I'm about to move and I'm pretty convinced that our bed is not going to fit downstairs, down the stairs. Because it was one of those that like, we got in a box and it, like, I don't know, inflates or whatever. But Casper? It's it's there is a Casper, but then there's another one. It's the same idea, okay? Except it's a king, and I'm just actually legitimately nervous we're not going to be able to get out of the apartment because we didn't get it up that way. I hope so. I
2: bet you'll be able to. I think. Okay, I have a question. Mm -hmm. This is normally something I bring up on the Thursday show. However, do you guys have beds that have bed like a headboard and a footboard and a whole bed frame? No. That makes me feel better because what do you have?
1: I have a box spring and the cheapy. Like, little metal thing. Yeah. Okay.
0: I have like a platform bed, so I don't have the box spring, but I don't have a headboard or a footboard. It's just like a wooden thing to match But
1: goes I, on. I don't like footboards because I uh, stub my toe. I hang my, my toes, get caught on it. Right. Always. Every time I've had
2: one, I fully jam my feet.
0: I wouldn't mind a headboard because sometimes my pillow does sort of...
2: Fall down? Yeah. Yes, I'm having that. I'm having escaping pillow right now. But... My whole adult life, I've always just had the mattress on the box spring on like the metal sure. frame. I've never had a full adult bed. Like my husband will say, we should get a bed. And I'm like, that's what we sleep on. But so when he says a bed, he means the actual, uh, some kind of wood he would just, situation. You want an
1: Ethan Allen sleigh
2: bed. Yes. Yeah. But he means something like that. It could just be a headboard and a frame. And I... It's one of those weird things where you realize, oh, I'm still living the life that my parents laid out for me because my parent, I don't know, like for some reason growing up, we just never had beds that had frames or anything. I mean, we just had the mattress on the box spring on the little metal thing. I don't, I have to talk to my mom to find out what her reasoning is. She has a headboard. We did, we did
1: have headboards and we, we had nice beds growing up and then that was the end of it. I don't know what happened.
2: Yeah, I don't regard it as necessary furniture, even though I have spent a lot of time online now trying to find a headboard. Now that my husband pointed out that like there's something missing in our life, that <laughs> being a headboard. Like it, well, yeah. yeah, now I'm like, you can actually get a head, just a headboard for sort of cheap, and it'll make it, it'll look nice. So maybe we will. But I just feel like am I, am I doing weird it for... just because you think you should? That doesn't stop me. <laughs> and that is true. That is true. He casts the tiniest dispersion on it. And I'm like, I'll rectify this on overstock.com. I'm not receiving money from them, by the way. Um, (laughs) That was just a weird random product shout out. Um, Website shout out. Yeah, I don't know. It just. I am. I'm just wondering. Does everyone have these? With
1: the beds on anthropology? Because they are full Moroccan palace.
2: They like, sometimes have canopies oh right they're
1: um, they're like a they're like an imaginary world Fantasy. that you and i just like <laughs> i feel like if i'm gonna get a bed i'm gonna get one of those because i'm gonna go 1000 percent. i mean i've i've literally looked at the same bed frame from them for three years now really? i i look to see if it's still there yeah because really <laughs> you're stalking it i i it's so weird and like magical and i'm and i'm Sure, impos- it's like got holes in it, so it's like impossible to dust. There's probably spider webs. It just—it's just, <laughs> it's just a, ma- a, a magnet for spider webs. But I don't care. I just want to have a magical little place to sleep. I know I sound really nice? want a headboard. Yeah. Now I
0: want one.
2: But here's the re- here's the argument against it. You don't need it. A no. And when you move, it's just an extra gigantic thing to lug around, and it takes up space. Sometimes I mean not a ton, but I don't know.
1: This is why we probably don't have one, and this doesn't really apply to your why your parents didn't have one when you were growing up. But I don't want to move stuff, and we don't own yeah. anything. So if I owned something, and I was like I could be here for possibly forever, then I would put start putting stuff in that was
2: really nice. But I don't have that. Right, right. But I think I don't even think of it as like an option. Really, it just seems like oh, that's super fancy and unnecessary. I don't think people. I don't think this is how most people live. The Jeff bed.
3: I do not have a headboard currently, but the first place that I lived in Philadelphia, I had a headboard that I, it was just sort of a, one that was around the house. Actually, I think it was my, it was from my grandfather from his house. I liked it. It was fine. The footboard wasn't very high, so I didn't have the hitting my feet thing on it. Um, And it was very thin, so it didn't take up space. But a lot of headboards, they will push your bed out six inches into the room or something.
2: Who has
1: that room? Yeah nobody no. by the way to be clear it wasn't when i was sleeping it was when i was just simply
2: walking oh okay oh yeah that's what i'm afraid of yeah there's a lot of a lot of opportunity for stub toes yeah that
3: puts the feet of your frame that much farther out right because i stub my toes on just the this stupid little angle iron one and those oh. are tucked away you know I, i'll catch my feet on those if oh, it was out on the corner Forget me it. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh-huh
2: and brian you're moving because i know that you you you're over your apartment situation
0: at this point, every single person in that complex has overheard me call them garbage. <laughs> like,
1: You have to leave.
0: I know. I'm basically being forced out at this point. Yeah, I can't wait. It was one of those things where the people who originally lived in those, it's a very small complex, like six units, were really cool. And then they move out and so they have their friends move in and I don't know where they're picking up these friends. I mean, it's basically I live like just surrounded by drug addicts at this point mm-hmm. and not like weed, like meth. Oh, wow. It's weird. And like GHB. And just g- gay party animals is what I'm surrounded with. <laughs> so we're that was literally I came home one night and I was like, pack it up. We're out of here. So we're leaving. I can't wait.
2: And you found a good place.
0: We did. Yeah, we did.
2: Good. Well, you guys, it was so much fun having you back. <gasps> Thank you for having us,
1: Allison. I
0: know. It's the best. Thank
2: you for coming back. I'm so excited to see your show. Thank you for doing an evening with us.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, we should. We should do a live like an evening with. Wouldn't yes. Nice? Bring your piano.
0: yes
2: haul it down that'd be
0: wonderful no Allison thanks a million and we learned a lot
2: about each other yeah Yeah. we did All right, follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen follow the show's Twitter feed at ARIYNBF Jeff where should we go for you
3: you can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox
2: okay and you guys um, tell people where to find you and plug everything you want people to look out for
0: I'm at Brian Safi on Twitter and Instagram.
2: I'm at
1: Gibblertron, that's my last name if I was a robot. We're then, at
0: Throwing Shade on Twitter and Instagram and at and Throwing Shade official on Facebook and then uh, yeah, the
1: throwingshade.com.
0: T- the podcast comes out every Thursday and the TV show starts January 17th.
2: Yay, thank Very you exciting. again listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye.
0: Hey, do you know about the Allison Rose show? Time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosie.